Amen. Greetings once again in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm very much excited to share with you the word today. This is something that the Lord revealed to me and I was really excited and very much blessed. I believe you will be blessed just as I was. Let's pray before we share the word of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We bless you. We honor you for this opportunity to receive your word, to receive from your throne. Spirit of the living God, teach us the word and reveal the truth of the Father to us. In the name of Jesus, confirm the word with signs following, so that even in these last days we may walk in the supernatural, because that is what God has planned for us as his children. In the name of Jesus, Father, we give you praise, we give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. You can actually see that I'm very much excited about what I'm going to share with you today because I was very much blessed when the Lord shared this with me. It's something that I believe that if you can catch up with it, you will be very much blessed and you will be able also to walk in the supernatural. Because actually when God... Uh, made a relationship with us so that we may be like him. You know the word of God says the Lord is looking for those who worship him in spirit and in truth because he is spirit. So therefore as children of God we need to know how to walk in the spirit. So I'm going to share with you today something that will really revolutionize your spiritual life. I'll start by giving you an example of certain laws that are in operation here on the earth so that you can also understand how the spiritual laws work. The simple law that I want to refer to is the law of gravity. All of you know that if you throw something up, it will always come down. The law of gravity does not allow anything to float in the air. It's got to be pulled down. So if you look, you take anything, maybe you take a feather, which is very light, you take a piece of paper, very light, you throw it up, it will always come down. Why? Because there is a law that is pulling it down. And that law, we call it the law of gravity. But have you noticed that there are some things that supersedes the law of gravity? Think of an aeroplane, a big aeroplane with so many passengers taking off and flying, defying the law of gravity. It doesn't mean the law of gravity is no longer there. It just means the law of gravity has got no effect on that aeroplane because that aeroplane is operating in a different law which is called the law of lift or the law of aerodynamics so you can see that even when we live there are some principles that i just want to share with you so that you can understand how these different laws work the spiritual will always dictate to the natural so that's why today i want to share with you under the subject the spiritual dictates to the natural. Take a simple example of a blessing or a curse. A blessing means you are empowered to prosper. So when that is empowered, to, you are given that in the spiritual, then it affects your natural or your physical walk. When somebody is cursed, they are uh, empowered to fail. So it means when you are cursed, when a curse is placed on you, you cannot succeed. But that curse is made in the spiritual realm. That blessing is made in the spiritual realm. So when you are blessed, you are empowered to prosper. You are empowered to succeed. And that will now translate into the natural. So 
I want to share with you there are two major spiritual laws that the law of the life of the spirit in Christ Jesus and the law of sin and death. So if you understand how to operate in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, you will always supersede, you will always overcome the law of sin and death. So let's go together to the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 1 and 2 so that then you can understand that if we walk in the spirit we cannot be overcome by the natural law the law all the laws that are operated by and governed by the natural forces look at this romans 8 1 and 2 new king james version it says there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in christ jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So you can see the Bible says the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. It doesn't mean the law of sin and death is not in operation. It just doesn't affect me if I'm operating in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Just like that law of lift that the aeroplane applies, okay? So therefore, here it says, if you walk according to the flesh, then you cannot overcome. Because it says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So take that aeroplane. If that aeroplane does not apply the law of lift, it will remain in the ground. It will be just like an ordinary vehicle on the ground. But if it applies a law that is capable of doing, the law of aerodynamics, then it will fly. That's why I think I always think of eagles. The eagles can fly very far high because they are able to apply the law that aerodynamics, the law of lift. So the law of gravity cannot overpower the law of lift. So in the same way, natural laws cannot overpower spiritual laws. Actually, spiritual laws are supernatural. Supernatural means above the natural. Okay? So if you understand this, then you can see that you can be freed from the law of sin and death by operating in a different law, which is called the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. If you look at it in the voice translation, it says, verse 2, because when you live in the anointed one, Jesus, a new law takes effect. The law of the spirit of life breathes into you and liberates you from the law of sin and death. You see, a new law takes effect. In my life, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, that's what operates in my life. So that law has taken effect and therefore it liberates me from the law of sin and death. All the things that the enemy uh, prides himself in, Okay? Sin, sickness, poverty, all the things that the enemy would want to torment us with. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has liberated us from that. But you can only operate in that law if you do not walk according to the flesh. So in other words, you cannot walk in the natural or according to the flesh, even being governed by your own flesh and expect to be victorious in the spiritual realm. You need to walk in the new law 
the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So a Christian who does not walk in the spirit is like an aeroplane that cannot fly. It becomes an ordinary thing on the ground and it's a useless machine because it cannot fly when it was intended to fly. That's what carnal Christians are like. They are like anybody else on earth. They live like sinners on earth. They do not operate in the spirit and they cannot operate in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So faith itself is a law. If we go together to the book of Romans 3.27 in the New King James Version, I want to show you this, that faith itself is a law. It says, where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? No, but by the law of faith. So it means the law of faith it's a law. Faith itself is a law. You can operate in the law of faith, which will then walk in line to, 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 to help you, to usher you into this law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, because it is based on the power of God. It is based on what God has put in store for us. So faith itself, what exactly is faith? If you go to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 in the Amplified, let's see what faith is. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, being the proof of the things we do not see, and the conviction of their reality, faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to senses. So you can already see here that the author of Hebrews is writing about two things here. The law, something that's in the natural way our senses can perceive. But he says faith is perceiving as a real fact what is not revealed to senses. So when you walk by faith, you are walking in the supernatural. You are believing things that cannot be seen with natural eyes. You are already convicted and you are already sure, you are convinced of what God is going to do, even before you can see it in the natural. And then when you believe God and you speak his word, you are exercising, you are applying the law of faith. Just like that uh, pilot who has to apply the law of aerodynamics, the law of lift, and then that aeroplane will take off. So in the same way as a child of God, when you exercise your faith, you are applying the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Then you are liberated from the law of sin and death. Let me give you just two examples how the supernatural or the spiritual dictates to the natural. Let's go together to the book of Luke, chapter 13. We started from verse 10 to verse 13 in the Amplified. Here I want to share with you something where the Bible talks about the evil spirit that was causing certain sickness, infirmity on somebody, but the source of it was from the spiritual realm, from the evil spirit, okay? Some of you, you always claim, you think that sicknesses are always natural. Some of those sicknesses are coming from evil spirits, evil forces. I'll show it to you in the word of God. So to deal with such a sickness, you cannot solve such a sickness with natural means. You need something stronger than that which brought that sickness. So go together with me to that Luke 10, 13, 10 to 13 in the Amplified it reads. Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And there was a woman there who for 18 years had had an infirmity caused by a spirit. 
a demon of sickness. She was bent completely forward and utterly unable to straighten herself up or to look upwards. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are released from your infirmity. Then he laid his hands on her, and instantly she was made straight, and she recognized and thanked and praised God. You see, this woman, she was banned for 18 years, okay, in bound by the enemy. Because the Bible says it was the spirit of infirmity or a demon which caused sickness. Did you hear that? You saw that. It was the spirit that was causing her infirmity. A demon of sickness. And then she was bound all this time. No help until Jesus came. So when Jesus came, he had to use something that is stronger than that evil spirit that was binding her, that was keeping her in bondage. Because the Bible is very clear. If you go with me to the book of Matthew chapter 12, 28 to 29, you will see Jesus explaining this principle that for him to overcome those forces of the enemy, he has got to come with a force that is stronger than those forces. Because when this woman was bound, okay, it says it was the cause of that, the original cause of that was the evil spirit, the spirit of infirmity, the spirit that was causing sickness. So Jesus came with a stronger power. Look at this, Matthew 12, 28 to 29, New King James Version. Jesus says, But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon me, upon you. Or how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man and then he will plunder his house? Did you see that? So he says, when I'm doing this and I'm casting out demons, I'm doing this because the kingdom of God has come upon you. Only the kingdom of God can make the demons and the evil forces to surrender and bow before the kingdom of God. And he says, if I'm doing that, it means the stronger, somebody who is stronger than the strong man is coming and plundering that which the strong man was boasting himself in. So when the enemy says, I'm afflicting this woman, for all this time, through this evil spirit that was causing sickness on her body, it was like for him, people can try anything in the natural that they want to do, they will not succeed. Because this is starting from the spiritual realm. So I remember one of my friends was even saying, it's almost like if you were to operate her back and maybe try to straighten her up. Because you cannot operate a spirit. So even after straightening her up, after finishing the operation, she would go back because it was the spirit that was binding her down. So, but Jesus says the way to do it, somebody comes with stronger power than the strong man and then plunders that which the, the strong man was boasting himself in. So it means as children of God, we also need to walk in the spiritual so that the spiritual of the enemy, all those evil forces, the spiritists, all those evil forces, the inyangas, anything that the enemy may use, demons, all those, we come with a power that is stronger than them and overpower them. So it means as a child of God, you should not be afraid of the enemy. Walk in the spirit. So the spiritual that some people walk in, 
because you can see a lot of spiritists, a lot of media, all those uh, people who claim to be fortune-telling and all that, whatever spirit that they are using is not stronger than the spirit that is in you. Greater is, in he, is he who is in you than he who is in the world. So as a child of God, you need to walk in the spirit because the spiritual will always dictate to the natural. So we need to walk in the spiritual realm. As you exercise your faith, you can walk in the spirit. And then the supernatural will become natural to you. It is natural for a fish to breathe in the water. But we can't breathe in the water because we are not made to breathe in the water. So it means as a spiritual being, the supernatural has got to become natural to you. Get that clear. Because as children of God, we are created, we are recreated, we have to walk in the spirit. We've got to take dominion in the spirit. And if something can be sorted in the spiritual realm, the natural will have to conform. And things would have to come in order because you have declared. It's like when you pray, child of God. You pray, you speak a word. You speak a word. You speak and decree a thing in the spiritual realm. And then it will come to pass in the natural. When I lay hands on somebody and say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. I'm exercising my faith in the spiritual realm. Then the power of God will be released and set that people person free. Okay? Is done through the spiritual realm. I want you to go with me to the book of Daniel. We're going to look at another example. In the book of Daniel is a second example. I want to take for you an example of the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When they were faced with the fire, the threat from, Ab uh, from Nebuchadnezzar, that if they do not bow to his image, they were going to be thrown into the fire. Okay? Now, I want to share this with you because you need to understand this story clearly. Sometimes people confuse it and they don't talk as if Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were resolute about their faith. Sometimes they will tell you, they were even saying, even if God doesn't deliver us, you can't talk like that when you are faced with fire. You need to talk your faith. And this, the three Hebrew boys, I guess they knew what Isaiah says. Look at this in Isaiah. So if the enemy was threatening them by fire, look at this. Isaiah 43 verse 2. New King James Version. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be Burned, nor the flame, nor shall the flame scorch you. Imagine you've heard that, and now somebody is threatening you with fire. You need to know that God says, when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Now look at the threat from Nebuchadnezzar, and then we see how these boys responded to it. Daniel chapter 3, 14 to 18, King James Version. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now if you be ready that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, suck, bat, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the image which I have made well. 
But if you worship not, you shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O King Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hands, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Look at this. Nebuchadnezzar says, if you do not bow, I'm going to burn you. You will be burned. If you do not bow, you will be thrown into the burning fiery furnace. Now, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego says, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. We know what our God has already said. He said, when we go through the fire, we shall not be burned. And that is the God that we trust. So when Nebuchadnezzar said, who is that God that will be able to deliver you from my hands? They said, King, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from your hands. And he will deliver us from your hands, O King. Full stop. Do you get that? And then, the next part then, because the king said, if you bow, you will not be thrown into the fire. So they said, if you throw us, we will not bear. If you don't throw us, be it known unto you that we are not bowing. So the king is stuck. So it means the second, if it be not, it means if, it says, if it be so. In other words, if you throw us, our God will deliver us and it's settled and we know that. If not, this if not is contrasting the first if it be so. The if it be so was if you throw us, our God will deliver us, he will save us. If not, if you don't, be it known unto you that we are not bowing. So the ball is back in your court. Nebuchadnezzar was very furious. He got strong people to go and take them and throw them into the burning fiery furnace. And God is faithful to his word. He said, when you go through the fire, it will not burn you. Now look at this. Daniel 3, 24 to 27. The Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no head, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the, midst of the fire, and the princes, governors, and captains, and the king's counselors, being gathered together, saw this man upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was an hair of their head singed, neither was their coats chained, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Look at this. The supernatural overcoming the natural. That natural fire had the capacity to burn. It actually burned the people who were throwing Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire. But why did that fire not burn the bodies of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego believed in their God, who said, I will be with you. Even when you go through the fire, they will not, the fire will not burn you. 
So indeed, they applied their faith in the spiritual realm. So the spiritual will always overcome the natural. So that fire could not burn their bodies. It doesn't mean fire cannot burn. It just, the fire just didn't have power over their bodies. That's why, reread verse 27 with me. It says, the princess, governors, and the captains, and the king's counselors being gathered together, saw this man upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was the hair of their head singed, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. So if it says fire had no power upon their bodies, it doesn't mean that fire does not have power. It just didn't have power over their bodies. Why? Because they were walking in faith. Because God was with them. He said, I will be with you. So the fourth man was there with them in the fire. So the fire could not burn them. So they exercised their faith. And you need to exercise your faith, child of God. Because the book of Hebrews says, referring to this uh, young man, it says in Hebrews 11, 33 to 34, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waged valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. So if you operate in faith, you are going to walk in the supernatural. That's why for me, when I look at this verse in Daniel, which says fire had no power over the bodies of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, even though it had power over the bodies of those others, like the ones who threw them in, it burned them. So it means for me also, as a child of God, I can say sickness has no power over my body. Disease germs have got no power over my body. Coronavirus has got no power over my body. I'm exercising my spiritual authority and I'm walking in the spiritual realm, and God is faithful to his word, and he confirms that word in my life, and I remain in divine health. I stay in divine health. I'm healed by the stripes of the Lord Jesus. I exercise my faith and walk in faith, and I remain healed. Even for you out there, you may be feeling sick, you may not be feeling well in your body, I send word of healing in the spiritual realm. I say be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed. Receive your healing now. In Jesus' name, the spiritual will always dictate to the natural. So whatever is troubling you in the natural, it will be overcome. It will be overpowered by that which is in the spiritual realm. We are going to pray now and conclude. You can see I'm carrying on. I'm really excited about this. It's something that as you meditate on it, as the Lord keeps on revealing this to you, you will start walking in the supernatural. You will walk in the spiritual realm. You will realize that as a child of God, you need to walk in the spirit. Because sometimes when we talk about walking in the spirit and walking in the flesh, we always talk about walking in the spirit as if it's saying, don't walk in sin. That's one part of it. But the other part is, walking in the spirit means you walk in the spiritual realm. Okay? So when you walk in the spiritual realm, you will not be subservient to the natural. You remember when Jesus and Peter walked on the sea? The natural law says you must sink. But in the spirit, the spiritual law, the faith law says you can't walk on the water. What is it that you are trusting God for? Apply the law of faith. In Jesus' name, let us pray. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you, my Father, for your word. We thank you, Father, for revealing this word to us. That is your children, indeed, we can walk in the spiritual realm. We can walk in the supernatural, mighty God, and the supernatural will become natural for us. In the name of Jesus, I pray that this word, Father, may find entrance into the hearts of those that are listening. And may the Spirit of, of God, may your Spirit, O oh Lord, reveal this truth to them as you have revealed this truth to me. And Father, help us to always be conscious that we are spirit beings, that our spirits are born again and we are connected with you. We are connected to the Most High God. And greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, that we will not be afraid of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, that will come with the power of the one stronger than the strong man. In the name of Jesus, Father, I give you praise, I give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Continue to walk in the spiritual realm. Continue to walk in the supernatural. Let the supernatural become natural to you because the spiritual dictates to the natural. In Jesus' name, amen.